Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. What's up, Facebook? Hey. hey! Is this working? We made it. Hey, so yeah, somebody gives us a response, like we're really here. So, hey, welcome to Real Life. Man, we're so excited you joined us online right now. Um, just a crazy little morning. So, so maybe this one will come in. We'll see. But we're excited what, um, what God's doing in the life of our church. And I'll say thank you for uh, watching this video. If you're watching it later, if you're new to Real Life, thanks for logging in, checking it out. I'm here with my wife and my friends Jared and Rose. <laughs> well, what? They've been up early. Oh, hey, look, we got people. Hey, Yay. what's up, uh, yes. Sarah, Kristen, all these, Jody, man, all you people, you're so Jared lovely. Yeah. Oh, man. So anyway, I was excited for what God's going to do this morning. I know um, we're not in in the house, but uh, man, I know God's just uh, going to do some great stuff as we hear some stories. So. so yeah, like Sean said, we are excited to be here with you live on Facebook. Hope you are enjoying your Blizzard watch at home. <laughs> <laughs> we are also enjoying it. So I just have a couple announcements for you this morning. First of all, thank you so much for your generosity. Like we talked about, we were able to raise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I put my thumb up over here, which you can't see. So, <laughs> so good. But no, thanks to your generosity, we provided Thanksgiving meals actually to 26 27 families last week um, and it's just really cool to be a part of a group of people in a church that is just so generous and loves to give back so thanks for that um, the second announcement that I have for you is we're super excited if you missed last week we're, shift- musical we're shifting chairs. around oh, we're making room it's fine the Holy Spirit has room this area um, hey no. Tommy <laughs> but we're so excited um, we are going to go to two <laughs> gatherings at our at the movie series January 20th. And so it's going to be a great time to invite somebody out. It's going to be super outreach focused. So bring a friend because we're making room for you to serve one and worship one. We're going to two to help create some health in our team to make space for more crazy kids to run around. And so that some of our kids workers don't feel like they are trapped and isolated, even though they love serving Jesus, but so that they get an opportunity to come to the gathering to connect, to build those relationships as well. And that's just super important for our church as we continue to grow. So we're going to try it out. We are believing big things for God. To, we know that he is faithful and we know that we respond well and we trust him and we make bold choices. So we're excited about it. Sean's excited about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then last, we have an awesome morning for you guys this morning. We're really excited to be here with Jared and Rose and yep. um, just be live and hanging out. And um, we just know that I know you're going to be challenged when you can start to look and think and discover what it really looks like to live on mission for God, to be willing to step out in faith and trust in him. So Sean is going to take it away. this morning. Yeah, something like that. So <laughs> if I just disappear off the screen, <laughs> just like fall off the stage, isn't it? I got a heart for that yeah <laughs> sweet oh man hey well uh we're um in a series called stop let's <laughs> <laughs> keep the lights going at a good moment i love it oh man stop stop going to church so we're in the second part of a series and man i just absolutely love our church i love what god's doing in it and uh, so much uh, generosity and man, i'm excited for you guys being here today um hearing your story um there's all sorts of i'm sure <laughs> Long story short, we actually pre-recorded something earlier, and it was never going to get posted. It was taking like so long and whatever. So we're live again. We're doing this for a second time. So hopefully it's better, right? Be better. 
<laughs> but I mean, we're so excited for what God's going to do in Jared and Rose as our missionaries, um, as we send them out across the world. And so we believe this uh, church isn't something we just go to and attend, but it's actually something we get planted to, and it's a calling. Lyrics here, she joined us as well. Um, but from last week, I just want to know, you guys flourishing out there? Who's flourishing? Anybody flourishing? Flourishing, flourishing in the marriage? Nobody's flourishing. That's cool. Um, anyway, but I believe God's You're going to give them time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right, right. No one's flourishing. All right. So, <laughs> but God's highest calling in your life isn't to go to church, uh, but to be planted in a church. Man, I just think about your life taking off and what God has for you is to actually get planted in the mission of God. Uh, church is not a destination. It's not a thing we show up to and do once a week. It's really a call in our life. It's 24-7, and we are the church to the watching world. So whether you're a businessman, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a missionary, whether you're called across the street or around the world, um, we are absolutely on mission for the cause of Christ. And so I believe the greatest calling for our lives is not just to go to church, uh, but to be planted in a church, and more than that, to be sent out. And so today, oh, the lyric, she's upset. So, uh, but today to be sent out. So we can do some special day with uh, with Jared and maybe Rose. Um, but to send them out and just to really um, get behind them and show support and love for them. And so, man, I'm proud to be your senior church. I'm proud of your pastor. I'm proud of what God's doing. And so before I jump in, just got a quick little question for you guys, uh, or just you, I guess. <laughs> but kind of tell us, like, how you guys picked this year? Um, they're leaving December, going out for a year to Africa. And so tell me your story of how you got to the point of saying, hey, I'm going to Niger, Africa. Well, there's honestly like a series of closed doors. Yeah. And so really we just picked something. We didn't want to stand around and just like do nothing. We wanted to actually try to do something big for God. And Rose has already had like missions and traveling on her mind. Even before she was a Christian, she thought that like being a travel nurse would be like really cool and things like that. And so we just kept picking and God used Rose to show me his calling for me is his leading to go to Niger. And we picked several other places and he just kept closing doors and then made it super obvious for this one. So you got to tell us the story. I was talking to Rosa earlier and okay. she's not here to share it. So you can make it like less. She's coming. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically four years ago, God did something in your life yeah. and then it may have got delayed because yes. there's this other guy. So maybe yes. share a little bit about that. Yeah. I went. This to is Rose, by the way. She's back. Hey, Rose. Sorry. So I have a child to take care of. No, I went to um, South Africa for three months with our sending organization. And so when I came back, I knew I wanted to do long-term missions. Um, and so I had actually started that process of applying and then he came in and slowed things down, <laughs> but, but, but <laughs> slow is steady and steady is smooth and smooth is fast. Yeah. That was like his engagement speech. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, they say God always talks to the, to the wife first, um, which is my experience. Don't ask Diane to share right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's how God kind of moves. So, man, we're so excited for what God's going to do in your life. And, uh, you know, for us, like the greatest calling I see in our church is to send somebody out. out. And for us, like we picked Jared and Rose up uh, to send them out before we actually yeah. launched our church. Um, I don't know if that's a good technique. Story. Um, but they had some faith in us, had some faith in them and just believe in great things. And uh, before we took uh, our first uh, offering or giving moment or <laughs> had a, had a gathering. Yeah. Um, you guys were committed. And so just kind of seeing your guys' story is incredible. And we'll share that, uh, just in a little bit, some more questions, but I just want to encourage you guys, um, man, the, the really, the greatest thing about church is the church exists for the world. The churches exist uh, for us. It exists for the world around us. And we get to live on mission, be planted into that. So I would say it's our honor and privilege to be your sending church. 
I mean, this is, uh, we say the best fruit grows in other people's trees. Mm -hmm. And so to be a part of your story and to say, hey, go, go do the mission of God. We support you. We're praying for you. If you rejoice, we rejoice. If you suffer, we suffer. We're for you. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I just love that idea. But I don't think there's any greater picture of the church than to send people out from the mission of Christ. Even look at John 3, 16, uh, that God so loved the world that he gave. And uh, for us, like, you know, Jesus came from heaven. He was sent from the Father. I mean, left everything that was comfortable and easy, all the glory of God, all the wealth uh, to come to our humanity, uh, to down across for our sins. And I mean, that's just the greatest calling. And uh, for me, I was called to ministry. I know Diane was as well. Uh, and just in that one sentence, uh, I was at a camp and a man said, if, if Jesus could come here and God sent his son to down across for you and tell the word about himself, why can't you go? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that, that, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a way to answer that question without saying, okay, I'm willing. Mm -hmm. And so I just love that about you guys who are willing to go. And I love what Jesus says in Matthew 9, 36. Uh, he says, when he saw the crowds had compassion on them because they're harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He made this amazing comment. He said this, he said, the harvest is plentiful. Man, the world around us is ripe. There's people willing to receive the things of God, the people willing to hear the work of God, to hear the gospel, to be changed by it if we just send people out. It says that the laborers are few. And so it says this, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore to send out workers in the harvest field. And so for, for us, like you already answered that prayer. I mean, our church exists for people like you. And whether it's a missionary across overseas or whether it's I want to be willing to serve God in my business or mm -hmm. willing to serve God across my neighborhood or my family. I think that's really the call of God in our life to be willing to find his calling. And you guys, we're going to talk about that searching of that calling. But, man, it's so incredible to be a part of your guys' story and to help you along the way. And, and so, vice versa, I got to say. You got to say. <laughs> vice versa. You did it. I like that. Yeah. So a couple of questions. So we'll just kind of jump in. So tell us why you're doing this. I mean, I know some people that maybe you're watching are like, uh, you know, just kind of searching out Jesus and it's, yeah. I'm sending out somebody across the world to a land that they speak French, you speak English and <laughs> totally different culture. So tell us kind of your heart behind why you guys doing this. Yeah. Well, God had to get a hold of us both individually, actually. And of course, like what we said, it was Rose first yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. used a pretty face to show me what he wanted. And <laughs> <laughs> but I'll let, I'll let Rose start. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was just realizing like my interests, my passions, my talents. Um, I knew I loved traveling. I loved culture and learning about other cultures. Um, I loved nursing and I loved God. So that was kind of like an easy answer. Like I should probably go be a missionary <laughs> and be able to use my talents and my, my passions to, to share Christ with others. Um, so that's kind of like my why I feel like I was called. He was probably just willing more than called. <laughs> <laughs> you married into it for the joke. I married into it. <laughs> it's just partially true and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Unless it's all that, maybe then it's wrong. But yeah, so tell us a story about like kind of some confirmation moments for you, um, you know, with the, the filming and different things okay, like that. Okay, yeah. Um, so from the beginning, I was just willing, and I would I would do whatever. I'd give up any passions and stuff, and I think that's a good mentality to go into about. But then after that, God rewarded me by saying, I was just driving in my car, and I just had this realization that, wait, I think it's about film. Like it's about Jesus, but it's about, for me specifically, doing film to better the kingdom of God and all everything for his glory. And I was like, this just really makes sense because when I was growing up, I was making videos for people all the time and uh, that making changed. home videos. And, yeah, <laughs> even like, yeah. Even like today. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just something I have a high capacity for, which is weird because I'm normally low capacity. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of saying it. Um, yeah, it was really cool. And then doors just started opening 
once I did that and a couple projects came up and and then we switched over a little bit and now our uh, what I'm doing is teaching at a school for third culture kids and uh, just showing them that hey video can be used for the glory of God and I want to see like them go and take it to their families and be able to share those stories. How many of you guys think that we should see more missionary videos online and more, more updates? Good ones. <laughs> yeah, more good ones. I like the web bros. She put that plug in. <laughs> but that's that's what I want to do, and that's what I will be doing now. And it's just crazy that God used all that, mm-hmm. and the timing was just different too. Yeah, just be willing to go. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, sometimes you have to take that uh, step of faith before God gives you a confirmation. Right. Uh, just say, hey, I'm willing. And just like you think of like Abraham who didn't have a destination when he's called or even Paul who tried to go different places and God said, no, go this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of you know, Isaiah, like how God was speaking, like who will I send? And here's Isaiah say, here I am, send me. It's like, send me to what? You know, mm-hmm. you read the rest of the book. It wasn't anything fun, you know? Right. Um, and so for you guys, I think it's so cool to see you use your passions and serving overseas um, to really meet a need. I mean, to share those stories. I mean, there's so much that uh, the world speaks through video. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very much like, you know, point in case, right? <laughs> um, so I think it's so cool you'd be a part of that. And then maybe tell us kind of what you're going to be doing um, a little bit out there in this year, kind of what your hope is. And yeah, um, since we had a little bit of a plan change, our plans changed a little bit, but I still will be, um, still would love to serve at the Cure, which is a Christian hospital where they bring kids in from all over the country and even from outside the country. Um, and usually these kids have some sort of like congenital deformities like club foot, club foot or cleft lip, cleft palate, a lot of burns, they bring them in and treat treat them. And while they're treating them and healing them physically, they're sharing Christ with them. Um, they have a prayer team that prays with them every morning. They have a chapel that they do that even though these people are Muslim, they're still coming to chapel and hearing hearing God's word and, and worshiping along with the Christians. So, Yeah, and what's cool about your guys' story is that Niger is like one of the poorest countries in the world. Um, I think looked at as like fifth, yeah, number five, yeah. So fifth poorest country, and if you know what that is, it's I mean basically extreme poverty, living less than a dollar a day. Um, so it'd be like getting a happy meal at McDonald's and sharing the fries to your family for the day. And so it's an extreme case, a lot of um, a lot of famine, um, the, the droughts and stuff. So there's a huge need. I mean, life expectancy is around sixty. Um, and so to to be able to go into this country, and which is you're saying predominantly Muslim. Mm-hmm. And to actually be able to, to say, hey, I'm going to meet the physical need, which Jesus always did right. uh, before he he gave anybody spiritual healing and and, and mm-hmm. offered the truth, the gospel. So to be able to marry those together in such a way is, is really encouraging and cool to see, you know, because yeah. I think a lot of people try to act outside their calling. You're like, here's your career. Here's your calling. They can't be married. Right. And so I think it's mm-hmm. a really great thing. Um, so another question for you guys. What are you guys most excited about for God to do when you guys get to this year, this next year? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'll answer it first. No, I, I'm excited to see God moving in a hard to reach people group. Like there's a reason why, you know, we have a lot of people groups that are still left unreached because they're hard people to reach. And so I'm excited to see and partner with what's already going on over there and seeing lives changed through Jesus. Yeah. And that is crazy because there's a lot of things that are already going on and like we should praise the missionaries that are already there and they've gone before us. And, uh, but it's like God's story. And so it's just awesome that, I'm really excited that we get to even just be a part of God's story and and to share even more specific of God's stories through video. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be there firsthand, like depending on if the if I actually shoot the project or not. Like I won't see everything because I can't do everything, but 
I'll be able to get my feet wet and see a lot firsthand of what's already going on, what God's doing and be able to share it with you guys, with everyone. And that I'm really excited about that. And also I'm excited for the kids to like, my hope is that they really can use whatever they have. Like maybe they have a phone or something and use that to share stories for Jesus and share stories of what's already happening with their parents or for them or their friends that they might have that are locals and just to use it in powerful ways. Cause like even one third of Jesus teachings and, and the gospels were stories. through stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus was the ultimate storyteller. Yeah. And then now video is just this like great tool for 2018. Yeah. Well imagine like what, what even our church would be without video or design or mm-hmm. website, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's such a need across the world. I know I think Africa, but it's like, man, the need to tell those stories and yeah. to really partner the least of these or the most of these to make a difference. So that's encouraging. Um, I'm excited for you guys. So one of the things I'm going to ask you, so on the journey, I know like uh, for us launching a church and taking a step of faith, man, there's always that like that moment, aha moments, um, just kind of where God really shows up and it, it kind of makes sense. And sometimes yeah. we have some doubts and like, the faith isn't always there and you kind of borrow it <laughs> and then God shows up. So maybe kind of speak to those moments where God really spoke to your heart and just kind of solidified his calling and his, his drive and direction for you guys. For me, it was another confirmation, like when the, um, filming thing came to mind. God put that on my heart and that, Hey Jared, you should just do this. Just go at it like full steam. Like I know you did music for a long time and that's even what you went to school for, but there's a place for that in video. Mm -hmm. And it was just cool that God opened all these doors and I got to do some things and there's just more confirmation. And then now that like we adjusted our plan to where that I get to do something more lined up like film specific or video whatever you want to say more specific to my passions and it was just cool that god lined that up and we're we're going like yeah yeah that's this confirmation where we are this stage right now i feel like it's pivotal to me as far as like excitement and passion and yeah it's awesome maybe speak to i know we gave you a shout out to somebody today (laughs) yeah okay so all right (laughs) Ryan Johnson, are you out there? Is he on? I don't know. Well, yes. thanks. Yes, Ryan. Hey, there he is. So because of like meeting at real life and even going to real life, and I'm not just trying to be cliche. It's actually true. I'm not making this up. Ryan, uh, is, he's like, oh, I know a guy that made a movie. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know a guy that made a movie? Hey, there's always a guy. And then I looked yeah. it up and there's like this real actor in it that I recognize his name and stuff. I'm like, Oh, cool. And then he's like, Hey, I could get you emailed and set up to this guy. And then, and then, so he introduced me to Isaac and he's a filmmaker and he's pretty big here in KC. And I'm like, dude, awesome. And Isaac was so generous. And he's like, Hey, just come on, be our intern and come on and just learn about the filmmaking process. And we happen to be shooting a movie right now. So you just want to be involved with all that. I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I did all that. And even like something like that, played a big role in preparing me to go and teach kids and about video and everything. That was just, that's awesome. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. So Isaac, Isaac, if you're watching, you (laughs) happen to find this and thank you. That's where Ryan. (laughs) Thanks Ryan. That's awesome. But you think about too, it's like you're always willing, but you don't know the destination. You think like Abraham, Abraham, Abraham. Who's that? Right? <laughs> Him too. Him too. It's like, um, but Abraham being called out and, and Paul. And I think if everybody like that is on mission for Christ is always called and uh, have that calling and, and say, I'm willing, but it's like, I don't know where, 
but I'm willing. And that was kind of your story. Like, I'm willing to go. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do or where it's going to mm-hmm. land. And now that's like getting closer and guys just lying out and showing you, um, maybe looking back on like drinking, going make up every step of the way. Mm-hmm. So maybe Rose can share some of your kind of heart and yeah, some, so some pivotal moments. moments for me. Um, so when things were, when we, Things were lining up to maybe go to, to serve in Niger. They wanted us to do a vision trip just to go check it out, see if that's where we really want to serve. And, and we wanted to do that too. Yeah, we thought it was wise <laughs> since neither of us had actually been there. So we went and um, we actually spent most of our time at an area where we thought we were going to serve. But also while we were there for those two weeks, we were able to see some different areas of Niger and different ministries. We met with different missionaries. And towards the end of our trip, I was not really feeling it. I was like, I <laughs> the desert wasn't for you. No, huh? I was not really excited about, I mean, it was cool what was going on there, but I didn't really like feel like we really fit in. I really wasn't excited. I didn't want to do this anymore, which was, and when I finally had told Jared this, it was kind of, he thought it was kind of weird. Cause like, I was the one that's always been like, like what? gung ho about going and like, yes, let's do this. But now I'm like, no, I'm doubting. I'm not excited. I don't want to do this. I was um, like, she is a real person. <laughs> <laughs> and so I figured I should probably tell Jesus about this, even though I like, I knew he, he knows my heart, but just to finally like confess it to him. And so I, I prayed one night and I was like, God, you know, I, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm not excited. I'm doubting. I don't want to be here. This is not the place for me. But if this is what you want for us and for me, like I'm willing to, to come here, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to need your help. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day we actually got to tour the cure and it was just like, oh, like this is it. This is where I need to be. And that was like my confirmation. Like, yes, like I can do mm-hmm. this. Like I'm willing to come. I'm excited to come now. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That was my moment. <laughs> yeah. So like literally like one night you pray, the next night God gives you this incredible answer. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing how God will show you that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and what a blessing it is to have that hospital there and to, to partner with all the stuff that God's going to do. And you're in, you're in a city in Niger, which um, is a million people-ish. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Yeah. And so uh, you pray for them. They're going to be driving, uh, getting a car to get there. And everybody speaks French. So I think they're going to learn some, uh, some uh, probably some French from some other drivers, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's going to be exciting to see what God's going to do through you. And I know as a church, like we support you guys. Um, we love you guys. Uh, we're here for you guys. And uh, I want everybody uh, just as a church, we're not just like, hey, see you later. Have a fun flight. Um, <laughs> but we're really getting behind them and uh, here every step of the way. And I know on the journey, uh, sometimes you feel like, man, I'm, all, I'm doing this by myself. And that's what you know. You're not alone. Um, that's why we're here. That's the way God set this up. Um, not not for much as accountability, but encouragement mm-hmm. and support and love. And, and like I said earlier, if you're rejoicing and we're rejoicing, if you're suffering, you're, you're going through something, we're suffering with you. So we better not suffer. <laughs> <laughs> you find a way to make, get you out of the hole. Yeah. So, but maybe Diane can I share a little bit about kind of our heart for them and how as a church we can stay connected and support them. Yeah. So like Sean said, we aren't just going to, you know, toss them out. The wilderness <laughs> Dude, and- <laughs> they probably can see this too. Right here. I'm catching them. <laughs> <laughs> Shower that love, baby. <laughs> but we're we're not sending them out alone. Really, like the coolest part about sending out, you know, missionaries or sending out people from your church is they're an extension of us of what God's doing in real life. And we really believe in them and what they're doing. And it's exciting to get to be a part with them. It's almost like you know, sending a staff person out, you know, yeah. to do a church, you know, 
launch or whatever, but we're excited about it. We're actually in the process of developing a team. So if you're like, hey, I would love to have some practical ways to help support Jared and Rose, I have a passion for what they're doing. Um, but basically putting, putting together a team to help um, stay in touch with them, to communicate with them, encourage them um, also to take what they're doing and bring it back in front of the church and say, hey, this is what you know they're able to do. This is how we can pray and really be that go between between them and between you guys and we're super excited about it um and so yeah like i said if you have a passion for that you know that's what we call it the advocate team we bring you know their needs before you guys we advocate on their behalf while they're advocating on behalf of the people of niger and how we can work together and see what god's doing and how he's moving and um I'm announcing an announcement a little bit but we are excited <laughs> and hopeful that, that i know that's why i looked at you but we are hopeful <laughs> that late next summer we will be able to take a trip out to Niger um, to go and to support Jared and Rose and give them a little boost and see ways we can bring them stuff. So if that's <laughs> something that is on your heart, start saving your money. Um, <laughs> but we're really excited about that and putting together details of that. So be watching for that if that's something that you're interested in doing. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, as a church, uh, they're an extension of us. And so we get to be a part of everything. So the, the, the change you have that happens around you, uh, that's fruit to our account. Um, but we believe the best fruit grows on people's trees. And so we're, we're sending you out. We're, we're believing big for you. We know God has a great plan. And obviously you haven't actually settled in your house and all the mm -hmm. stuff you're going to be doing this next year. And I'm sure there'll be changes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we just want to be here and support you and love you. Um, man, it's just, it's honestly like the biggest honor as a pastor, as a leader. This is probably the greatest Sunday, even though we're like not meeting in a building. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, um, but just to say, hey, look, we love you guys, support you. Uh, just to get on our shoulders and say, go further, faster and farther than we did. I have that support and that backing. And I know our church is all behind you by the 10,000 things that just came across the screen a minute ago. Um, but it's so awesome to be a part of that. And so um, anything else you want to share with us today? Maybe God's put on your heart to maybe share with our church um, or any last thoughts for the Q&A? I would like to say some thank yous to you guys personally and uh, just because you guys believed in us even before long you launched. Ago, and long ago. <laughs> yeah, even before that, like um, working with you in the past and yeah, and everything and you always, even if like you couldn't on behalf of the church or not, like you still did personally like support us and yeah, he's always praying for us and wondering what the next thing is. And you guys seem like in your heads, you have an idea of what, how to deal with this, but <laughs> at the same time, they're like, Oh, we don't know, but we will, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And we're going to, we're yeah. going to make the best system for them and yeah. And for future people. And that's just real awesome. And so thank you guys for that. And, um, also, thank you pretty much everyone that's watching this because in a way you're supporting us in some way or another. And even though it's cliche to say, but we can't do it without you. Yeah. And, we, and we wouldn't be here without all you guys with your giving and your prayers and your encouragement. So we appreciate that. Yeah. So go ahead and give yourselves a lot of those thumbs up or the hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Special shout out to Dave Taylor. You wouldn't be here without him. Yeah. Yes. Well, I might be oh. here. Yeah. And then also a pivotal moment of my willingness for missions. I had this misconception about missions in general. I thought it was like specifically only church planting evangelist, mm -hmm. be super extroverted with people and things like that. But Jonathan, I was so God got a hold of me while I was making a video for my brother, my oldest brother Jonathan, when he was uh, doing his deputation because he's going to Ecuador. And they ended up not really using the video, but God <laughs> did use the video, which is crazy. 
because he said a line in there that I probably wouldn't have heard if I didn't do the video, and it was that he was talking about, well, most of the people want to do music here, but we don't think about, well, why can't I just do that over there too? Yeah. And I was like, wait, so missions, you could be passionate about what you want and and go and do something for God overseas? It's not just like, church planting or... Like missions is not the title. There's yeah. something else like specific. If you go, oh, he's a missionary, then you want to go, oh, what do you do? <laughs> and, and figure it out. And yeah. so that was really cool. And that was my moment where, okay, I gained this willingness. Like if God wanted it, I would do missions. And then God used Rose and then story goes on. Oh man, that's incredible. I mean, now we're here. <laughs> yeah, well, just like uh, God uses all your calling and puts it together. And I'll say we appreciate you guys. I mean, uh, probably, I don't know if most of you maybe know this or not, but Jared was in my youth group uh, a long time ago. Um, I think I was the trial, wasn't it? <laughs> you were the trial. <laughs> it worked out, man. Um, but yeah, it's so incredible to see your story and how God just works all those little things and speaks to us. And hindsight is twenty twenty. You look back and you see that. So um, man, just so blessed to be a part of your story. And ultimately, like I said earlier, when we're willing to be this part of the story of God, mm-hmm. it's no longer like, hey, it's the Taylor story, it's the Peter story. Yeah. This is Jesus' story, mm-hmm. and that's the number one story that I want to fame, and it's his renown I'm living for. And that's the shift that changes everything. And I believe God calls us to a people, um, not so much to a place, but to like to the broken, right. to the hurting, and to just be willing to say, hey, I'm going to make a difference in these people's lives. I'm going to attack the gates of hell, and it's not going to mm-hmm. stand against me. I'm going to go. And if I had to grow, I'm going to go. I'm going to get there. And so I think it's just so cool to be a part of that story. So I'm going to pray for you guys this morning. You guys are going to join me in praying for Jared and Rose this morning. Just do some prayer hand emojis. <laughs> <laughs> but Father God, we come before you. God, I pray your hand of blessing uh, just on Jared and Rose as they go out to the mission field. And uh, God, I know uh, you provided so much for them. God, you've given them the faith and the courage. And God, what an amazing uh, church family they have around them supporting them. But God, I pray for just a blessing on them. God, a blessing uh, for their family, blessing on Lyric. God, just give them smooth, uh, just smooth, clear waters ahead. God, I pray for their hearts. God, I pray if there's any fear and anxiety, uh, any kind of uh, any trouble, God, I pray that they would just give it to you. God, it's your power, God, that's stronger than the fear inside of us. God, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in them. And so they're never alone. God, even though when they feel like they're alone, even though when they're out and in a foreign land, God, I pray that they know exactly that they're the center of your will. God, I pray for our church to be behind them, God, fully supporting them, that we love them and encourage them and uh, that we're here for them. And that I pray a blessing on them that they would um, just be built up. God, I pray for fruit, God, for their account. God, I pray for people to be changed. I pray for somebody that is hopeless, God, to find hope overseas. God, I pray for your name and renown to be lifted up in the city that they're going to, God, into the cure. God, I pray for people to be healed, God, not just physically, but also spiritually. God, thank you for their willingness to serve you, God. I pray that they'd be sent out with power, God, with, with strength, God, with a sound mind, God, with a clear passion and drive and a mission to make a difference for you in this world. God, we thank you for all you do. We love you and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And the church said amen. We got to say amen over here. I keep disappearing. I like that. Um, but anyway, I just want to challenge you guys a little bit. Um, we said earlier, but the best fruit grows in other people's trees. I mean, for us, it's like a generational thing uh, to say that I'm going to be a disciple that makes disciples that makes disciples. I mean, mm-hmm. I think how many generations deep can we get as a church uh, to be just a, a church that not just exists for itself, but plants other churches uh, that expands the kingdom. We don't care whose name's on it. We don't care who's the glory. It's going to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be a Jesus yeah. movement and Jesus church. And I love what Jesus said in Matthew 13. We talked about last week, but how the, the, the seeds get thrown on the soil. And when it hits the good soil, it multiplies 30, 60, even 100 times over. Mm-hmm. And man, what a picture of our life to like reproduce the things of God. 
Like our job isn't to reproduce our will or our vision or our, our kingdom or our finances or our comfort, but really say, hey, my will is to produce the things of God and to say, I want a hundred times more, a thousand times more. God, I'm willing, whatever it is, I want to produce more and more things for you. And so I just love that idea. And, and I think for a church, man, it's time we could pray some dangerous prayers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's some dangerous prayers. Uh, uh, I mean, you pray these prayers, it's just going to rock your world. And to say, hey, look, I'm going to I'm going to pray and say, God, you can take my life. I'm willing to do whatever I want to be planted into your mission. It's so much different than showing up on a Sunday uh, mm-hmm. just to receive something from God, which I think is a great place to start. Uh, but to say I'm going to planted not just in the church, but in the movement of God It's so much bigger than real life. It's so much bigger than any really any church, uh, the kingdom of God. And say so I'm going to get planted into that mission to make a difference. Maybe there's a thrill uh, in that uh, being used by God. Uh, just to pray for somebody for us there's a thrill in sending you out mm-hmm. and say, man, how exciting is this that we get to um, play a part of the story that God's writing in your life. And that to me is way more exciting than showing up to a church gathering um, <laughs> is to give back and make a difference. Uh, sometimes just being generous or speaking a word of encouragement to somebody or loving mm-hmm. on somebody. I think for you guys, you're going to find out over the course of this year, there's gonna be some stories that would never happen if you didn't go. And, you know, you don't know what you're faithful to God, you're not faithful to Najir or to any other person or really in yourself. Uh, you're faithful to God. And so you're going to see God move in incredible ways. And somebody's going to say, hey, Jared, you know, if it wasn't for you, I, I, I don't have a dad in my life, but you're like a dad to me. Uh, I, I didn't have hope. And you came here and you shared Jesus. I never would have found Jesus with what for you. You're going to be in the hospital and you take care of somebody and say, thanks for taking care of me more than that. Hey, thanks for sharing Jesus. Uh, thanks for giving me hope. Thanks for believing in me. You're the first person to believe me. And you guys, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. You'd be like the white dudes in, in <laughs> Niger. Uh, you're not know any French, you know, and you have the language barrier, but God's going to use it. And uh, it's exciting when it's it's addictive to be a part of the story of God and just be willing to an instrument in the hand of a God that can use us. And so uh, I believe the world should look to the church, should look to uh, real life or the, the church as a whole for the next great leader, uh, for the next great movement, for the next great thing that's going to happen to change the world. Uh, really the hope of the world is in the church. And you guys are living it out just saying, I'm willing, whether it's across the street or it's around the world, say, I'm willing to go. And I don't know for you guys if that's the kind of prayer you've ever prayed, but to say, I'm willing to go. I don't know where it is. Maybe it's down the street, but I'm willing to go wherever it is for the cause mm-hmm. of Christ. I think another prayer that you could pray that's super dangerous and uh, is, hey, God, send me. If you're going to pick anybody, choose me. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what I'm getting into when I pray this prayer. And I think like we talk about Isaiah, like here, here am I, send me. Like, what do you, where am I going to go? I don't know. And God isn't going to always show you his path. Like we had no idea we were going to plant a church, um, where we we're planning a church at. Mm-hmm. Um, we, had, we were going to go to Niger. Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea where we were going to go. And sometimes you guys, you get a little spiritual OCD and you got to have the map laid out and, uh, it really doesn't work that way. There's this, there's this faith element. And when you step out on faith, then God will bring confirmation and direct your steps, but you have to be willing to go first. And so say, God send me, um, whether it's across you around the world. I mean, I want my life to produce fruit. I mean, I, I want to be that guy that has a hundred times multiplication. I, I don't want, uh, I want seven generations deep in my, in my church, you know, and, and the people I'm changing around me and the disciples being made. And for us, I mean, for me personally, I always saw like my family as opportunity uh, to be the generational change. Like the one day I'd be a great grandpa and like all my family would be different because I follow Christ. Like everybody would know Jesus. And I didn't have that kind of blessing in my family growing up, but I can be that change. And so for me, that's a generational prayer. And so I just say this, the measure of a church, and this is from Rick Warren, but the measure of the church isn't its seating capacity, but it's sending capacity. 
Uh, for us, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter how many people we can sit in the auditorium. If they're not plugged in and planted into the mission of God, man, we're just there just kind of hanging out and having a chill. Um, we want people to be planted in the things of God and be sent out across the world, across the street. And so if we, imagine what would be different if we all lived on mission. I mean, just our neighbors or our coworkers or our friends or family. I mean, just like the little things and just say, hey, I'm willing. And God just moves in our hearts uh, for bigger and bigger and different things. And so I just want to encourage you, are you willing? And there's a, big, there's a massive difference between going to church and being planted in a church and being sent out for the things of God. There's a massive difference. So a question this morning for you guys is, are you planted? Are you willing to be sent? And so for us, like the way to get planted in our church, we talk about four things. One is to know God, like come to the gatherings. Uh, learn about Jesus, um, get relationally rich, <laughs> be around people that are praying for you, people that love on you. Maybe that one time a week you get a hug from somebody. Hmm. Uh, one time a week somebody is believing in you. I mean, so many times uh, people around us can be so negative and the church is a place to get encouraged and to grow. So to know God, the second thing is to find freedom, get plugged in a life group. Uh, you know, there's people around you that love you, have a passion for the for the harvest, I want to see the best in your life. And you get plugged in, those people help you develop. I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for people pouring into my life. And I know they'd say the same thing and, mm-hmm. and, and just even some of the things they've given to us and, and to you guys is a testimony of that walk. But, you know, go to life group and find freedom. Um, next thing is discover purpose. Uh, that's our next steps. After every gathering, we offer that, except for today. <laughs> <Put a laugh. laughs> got a different plan. Um, got one. I like that. Um, <laughs> but And more. Um, <laughs> apparently, they didn't want to go next steps today. <laughs> But it will offer this to people to help, help find their uh, purpose, discover uh, who they are, like what the, what race are you graced for, what's your passion, what's God uh, really calling to you and your heart, who are you in Christ, and man, just really tear down a lot of walls ourselves. And the last thing is to make a difference. Get plugged on the dream team. Um, this is a dream team, baby. There's a team <laughs> right here. The dream team going across the world, making a difference to the cause of Christ. Uh, we don't limit what God can do. We believe the church is big enough for the dreams of everybody. Um, so when God's calling you to do something, you know, we want to be part of that. We don't want to limit what God's doing. Mm-hmm. And so step onto our team and make a difference. Man, I believe now's the time to get planted. Now's the time to say, I'm a willing. There's no other, there's no better day to say, am I willing uh, to be used by God? Am I willing to be sent? Am I willing to go? And to say, hey, God, uh, if you're going to pick somebody to do something big for you, pick me. Like, put me in line, put me in coach. I don't sit on the sideline. And so that's our encouragement to you this morning. And uh, I would encourage you, if it's not here in real life, man, find somewhere to get planted. I mean, I will stand behind this until the day we're done. All right. Mm. Find a church to get planted in. It's no use going somewhere and selling your hands um, and really not knowing. Uh, you're just missing out on so many blessings. We talked about last week, but you're it's more blessed to give than receive. And so showing up, you're only getting probably one third the blessing. Uh, this is more blessed mm. to give uh, and sin than it is to, to take. And so church didn't go in the building. It's building the church. It's building the kingdom. It's building people, loving people. Um, we're proud of you guys. I'm so glad, so glad you guys got planted. Uh, that you guys have developed and I know all these people played a part of your story mm-hmm. and decide for what God's going to do as he sends you out. And so I'm just going to pray this morning for you guys and, and, and pray for uh, you guys online. But Father, we come before you. God, I pray that um, you just plant us, God, into your movement. God, we want to be mission-minded people. God, we want our life to be about ourselves. God, we want the end of our story to be just us. But God, we want to have fruit to our account. God, we want to see people's lives change around us. So God, we, I pray to be willing that they'll be planted into your church. Maybe some of you guys are watching online and uh, you maybe never said like, hey, God, I'm willing. I don't know where I'm called to, but I'm willing. Maybe you've never made that commitment. Maybe you really never fully surrendered to him. There's places in your heart that you've kind of locked the door to and said, this is mine. Uh, it could be money. It could be relationship. It could be comfort. 
you say today, you'd say, Hey, you know what? I'm willing. I want to, I want to be like them. I want to set that example. I want to be willing to go wherever you have me to go. If that's you, I just want to pray for you right now. Father, come before you and ask that you just stir our hearts. God, to be willing to serve you. God, that we wouldn't put ourselves above the mission. God, that our mission isn't about Sean Petrie. It's not about real life, but it's about you. And so I pray that we'd lay down our best. God, we give up what we love. God, we sacrifice our comfort. God, our pleasures. God, the things around us that um, that we take for granted. God, we put on the line for you. God, I pray we occupy our street. God, I pray you call us to a people. God, I pray that we wouldn't live another day without being planted and put into your mission. And so for some of you may be watching, you're like, hey, it's kind of weird we're sending people out <laughs> to share the gospel. If you're like me, I didn't grow up in church, so I thought it was kind of weird to have missionaries a little bit. Or maybe you had an experience with religion that really turned you off the idea of uh, sharing Jesus. And so I just want to remind you that you know we aren't sharing a religion. We're sharing a relationship of a God that loves us to people who, have to, who need hope in Jesus. And so who is Jesus? Jesus is the light of the world. He came. He was perfect. He was sinless. And he died on a cross for us. On the third day, he rose again. Why do you rise again? He rose again so we can have new life in Christ, so our sins will be forgiven. Not only that, we can make a difference and change the scope of humanity. And so maybe you're here today and you're like, you know, I've seen their faith. I'm stirred a little bit by what God's doing. And you'd say, hey, you know what? I don't have a relationship with Jesus. And so today, uh, the Bible says that you can call on the name of Jesus and your sins will be forgiven and that his spirit comes in you and you're given new life. And so if that's you today, I just want to pray for you and ask you to just pray this uh, after me. Say, Father, come into my life. Thank you for Jesus uh, who died on a cross for my sins. God, so thankful you sent Jesus before you required anything of us. God, you loved us. God, you created me. You made me. God, I'm be part of your story. God, I don't want my story about myself. God, I'm be about you. And so I ask you to come to my life, God, and save me from my sin. Give me a purpose. I want to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, well, thanks for watching uh, today. Thanks for joining us online. Man, I'm so excited for you guys. You guys excited? Woo. Yeah. Woot. <laughs> Can I add one more thing? All right, one more I thing. I will say, the road isn't easy to get like to where we've gotten it. We've had a lot of like doubts and frustrations. We've probably listened to a lot of lies of Satan. We've had moments where we're like, what in the world are you doing with us, God? But through it all, like God has been been faithful. And like if he's called you to something, he's going to get you there if you just stay focused on him. Even though you're like, I don't even know what he's doing, but he will get you there. And I know we've made it so far to this point because of him. And I know we're still going to have challenges that we're going to hit when we're over there. But like you can just look back and see how God has been so faithful and he's going to continue to be faithful. So. Yeah, you know what's so encouraging <laughs> about what you said, though? Like I always think like the, the people who are used most by God are the people who have come to the end of themselves. And the only way to come mm -hmm. to yourself is for God to put you through so many difficult things before we can say, okay, God, it's not my story, it's yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. There's people who have gone before us uh, that have set the faith standard. I mean, it's just like, holy smokes, how did they do that? And there's think about all the other, like for us, like all of the church planners that have it so much more difficult. Um, and I, I know nobody said like that field's harder than this field or whatever, but I mean, the loss of different things and, I mean, just it's it's encouraging, you know. And so as we struggle, and you know, we're going through stuff. I hope it's an encouragement for you, and you see um, other people. And we're here for you. I mean, I hope you don't feel like you're alone ever no. out there. You know, <laughs> when we're out there, it might feel different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here we know. Yeah. We know we're loved. Well, that's kind of the arc, you know, for us too. Like, man, all these other pastors, you know, it's like, man, they. What you find is that you're, you're saying you struggle with somebody else has already struggled with, and and God's bigger mm -hmm. than that. And so you just you basically borrow somebody's faith. Cause you'll come to the point where you're like, man, I can't do this. And it's like, yeah, you're right. You can't do this, but yeah. man, we're excited for you guys. So, um, man, thanks for joining us online today. And remember whoever finds Jesus discovers real, real life, life and purpose, purpose, baby. Have a great day. Enjoy the snow. 
if it actually snows. <laughs> Love you guys. Take it easy. Ready? Yeah, three, two, one. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> oh, it didn't, it didn't do it. I don't know. All right, ready? Yep, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, and all right, see you guys. See ya. Bye. Love y'all. This is the end of this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another inspirational podcast. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com.